This program is sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh. My name is Cynthia McIntosh, and I welcome you to Nuggets of Truth broadcast. On today, I want to share a word of the Lord to you from Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 10 through 14. I want to start out by reading this text today. It says, For thus says the Lord, after 70 years are completed at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good toward you and cause you to return to this place. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and pray to me. I will listen to you, and you will seek me and find me. When you search for me with all your heart, I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back. Let me say that again. I will bring you back from your captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord. And I will bring you to the place from which I cause you to be carried away captive. I want to start out by giving you some background on this text. This is a prophecy of relief. Oh, yes. God loves to give you relief. And in this text, he's giving his people relief who were enslaved by a foreign nation. They were in bondage for 70 years. For this group of people, the enslavement was a punishment and a season of learning. They needed this because they made a bad decision to disobey God's one thou shalt not. Yes. All of us have thou shalt nots. Uh, that if we don't obey God, it will haunt us. And, and this is what happened. God told them that they were to have no other gods before him. Do not put a God made by hands before me. Do not take on the wickedness. Yeah, they learned this lifestyle of idol worship. They weren't born with it. They weren't taught this from God. They allowed the influences around them. Does this sound familiar? Where we all are individually and collectively surrounded with teachings and lifestyles outside of God's plan. And, and, and one of the reasons, I, and I got to say this, is that they pull these idol gods, pull us into their control because they appeal to the lust of the flesh. Yes, they, they see that we have become corrupted due to the absence of God in our life. And the only thing that saves us is Jesus. I'm going to say that again. Jesus is our anchor of hope out of influence against ungodly things. Oh, yes, yes. So God told them, you got to stick with me. Do not give yourself to them. They're going to pull you from me. And that's what they did. Those idol gods took over their life, their lifestyle. But God had a plan. He wanted to teach them out of their mindset. And so the, the punishment of being enslaved for 70 years was a punishment. It was a season of learning. 
And so, over that time, they, they repented. They had a change of heart. So what is repentance? A change of heart and mind. They had 70 years of living under bondage by a God-driven nation that hated them. They used them. They went into their country, destroyed God's temple, took God's treasures, and handcuffed them and made them walk all the way from their land of promise to their country called Babylon. Yes, during that time, they had time to think about what they had done. And so what God did, he allowed that process of repentance to occur, which is a change of heart and mind. They had time to think about what they had done wrong. You see, repentance is a breakdown of our, re, of our will with a rebuild. It's a rebuild into an energy-packed internal driving force that heads us into God's plan for our lives for your life you see their heart you are marked for this life with experiences of repentance where God takes you through a situation that makes him unforgettable he puts you there and he plans to deal with you where when you're in this uncomfortable position because of your disobedience to him but the good news is that the Jews repented and it released them from bondage to the Babylon Babylonians back to their promised land of blessing. And this leads me to my theme for this, this session today. Your repentance and God's forgiveness comes with restoration. Your repentance and God's forgiveness comes with restoration. Dear hearts, this is a word for you and everyone born into this earth, for we are born into sin. All of us, in order to get back what Satan has stolen from mankind, must repent. The Bible said, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Yes, Christ is is the reason that we can repent and receive forgiveness. But I want you to know it comes with restoration. When the Israelites repented, God gave them back what they had lost. And God wants to give you back what you have lost because of sin. Yes, we serve a God of restoration. Let me say that again. You serve a God. Of restoration. God's forgiveness for you comes with restoration so his plan for your life can be fulfilled. You see, sin strips us of that supernatural presence of God that empowers us to conquer everything we face. God will help us to get back the things we need to please him. He will help you to get back everything that God meant for you when he first decided to create you in this earth. You see, living in sin, living in your sin causes you to live the, lose the favor of God. Yeah, this favor is replaced with the lifestyle of sin. The sin-driven life saps us of life. Sin requires time, space, and energy. Oh yeah, it needs your energy, 
it needs space in your life and it, it takes time. And it's three things that righteousness also requires. The righteousness of God in your life requires time, space, and your energy. God wants to be your, your, your God driver. He wants to take over your life. And so but because of, of, of sin's detrimental effect on our lives, God gives us restoration. And for us, some of us, this restoration means time. Time to get back what we have lost due to disobedience or obedience. Oh yes, there can be losses with obedience unto the Lord. And he will allow you to lose something to make space for new beginnings with other things. Let me say that again. God will allow you to lose something to make space for new beginnings with other things. You see, serving God requires us to leave. Or let go of things that will not support our life of obedience unto the Lord. That's why God let the Jews go back home. They couldn't serve God there fully. In the land of the Babylonians. He said, I'm going to send you back home. And so they lost time in that, that promised land. For some of us, this loss is time. And God will give you back lost time by extending your life. Let me take us deeper into that thought. Yes. God will give back lost time to you by extending your life. Listen to this in Joel chapter 2, 25. It says, so I will restore to you the years that swarming locust has eaten. The crawling locust, the consuming locust, and the chewing locust. My great army which I sent among you. Yes, God punished his people. By sending in devourers that devoured their land. Oh yes. He said I will restore to you the years. Time, time. I don't think we teach this enough. Where God will extend your life to give you back the years that you lost while living in disobedience. Or lost because of the time it took for you to hear the right word. To release you from your pain and misery of living a life of sin. Oh, yes. And again, this is, can come because of obedience and disobedience. God did this for Job. He allowed him to live long enough to get back twice as much as he lost. Let me, let me read this for you. Job chapter 42, verse 10 through 17. And it says, and the Lord restored. And the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. Indeed, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Then all his brothers, all his sisters, and all those who had been his acquaintance before came to him and ate food with him in his house. And they consoled him and comforted him for all the adversity Oh yeah, that the Lord had brought upon him. Each one gave him a piece of silver and each a ring of gold. Now the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning. For he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. And he also had seven sons, three daughters. And he called the name of the first Jemima, the name of the second Keziah, and the name of the third Karen. In all the land were found no beautiful women. No beautiful, so beautiful as the daughters of Job, and their father gave them an inheritance among their brothers. 
After this, Job lived 140 years and saw his children and grandchildren for four generations. So Job died old and full of days. Let me read that again. Job died old and full of age. I love sharing this scripture because it points out that God will extend your life so that you can get back what you have lost. And that takes me back to my theme today, their hearts. That your repentance and God's forgiveness comes with restoration. In Job's case, God wanted to make himself unforgettable. He allowed Satan to steal what he had and he gave it back to him. God extended his life so he could see the end of the story. And for us to understand the truth that God will restore back to us the things that Satan wants for my life. Beloved, I've got to go. God bless you and I hope to share again with you all next week. This program was sponsored by Cynthia McIntosh. To hear this program again and others, go to FamilyValuesRadio1010.com and click on the podcast page. And find this program and many others right there on FamilyValuesRadio1010.com.